here in the heart of the jungle, we find one of the most interesting creatures of its kind. Amazon PPC Advertising. Buried deep amongst the undergrowth with its campaigns and targeting, lay hazards like keywords without conversions, unprofitable ad spend, and a mountain of ever-evolving complexity. But if you look beyond the obstacles of life here, there is hope and opportunity. We will journey to every corner of Amazon ads to explore and share the greatest treasures the jungle has to offer. This is the Amazon PPC Den Podcast. What's going on, Badger Nation? Welcome to the PPC Den Podcast. I am your host, Michael Erickson Fasheen, and this is your place for all the Amazon advertising, tips, tricks, and strategies you need to take the, your campaigns to the next level. Today, I'm joined by Ryan. Ryan, how are you doing today? Welcome back to the show. Well, thanks, man. I'm doing well. I can't complain. It's uh, We're recording right in early December. Uh, I'm a holiday guy. I like the holidays. I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, well. Yes. The, the tree set up? The tree set up. We went now, we, you know, we just moved. Uh, so last, you know, we, we love to go cut our tree down in the wild. There, oh, you, really? can't, you cannot do that here in South Carolina. So we had to go to a tree farm. Not complaining. We had the cocoa and the whole thing, you know, yep. the, the hot cocoa. <laughs> it was a deal. It was a, it was fun, but we got our tree and it looks good. So. Yes. I feel like, you know, going and getting your tree should be an event more special than just going to the uh, Home Depot parking lot, which is uh, where I got my Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> no, no hot cocoa there. <laughs> uh, so you were just watching Moneyball, the movie, mm-hmm. which you just saw for the first time, and it actually inspired today's episode. Uh, and first of all, thumbs up, thumbs down on this movie. Did you like it? Man, I, I give it a thumbs up. I You know, I this is, it's like my type of movie. Sports-related, yeah. sports data-related, uh, good acting, great story, true story. You know, it was yeah. it was uh, it was a really good movie. I'm behind. It was in 2011, so I'm way I, behind the ball game <laughs> on this. But I finally made it around to, to seeing Moneyball. So yes, congratulations, welcome to the club. I feel like most people have seen this movie because it's especially most people that I assume who listen to this podcast. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. Find it somewhere online. What is it on? Is it on Amazon Prime? Hulu. Netflix? Go, Hulu. Go, to, go, go, to, go to Hulu. Actually, that's how we we did. We searched movies on Hulu, and that was... That was yes, we that's it. the one. Um, so, yes, watch it. I think people that like PPC, like Amazon Marketing, will find this movie really interesting. Um, but how did it inspire this episode? Yeah, so, uh, you know, we've been kind of reworking our, you know, onboarding process for our software, and I, I was writing I'm some so emails. excited about it, by the way. Yep. Yeah, oh, it's it's going to be good, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or not, it'll stink, but let's hope it doesn't stink. Um, no, so, um, I was writing some emails, and I'm like, oh, this is a perfect illustration, because Moneyball, if you haven't seen it or whatever, just I'm going to be, I'm, we're going to spoil it for you. 
Uh, so basically, there's a guy by the name of Billy Bean. He is the um, GM. There it is. General yes. manager. Billy Bean is the he was the general manager of the A's back in the early 2000s. And I got to tell you, I'm a huge A's fan because I saw long. I don't want to rabbit trail, but I saw three home runs in a row by uh, the Bash Brothers and all that crew in 1989. Oh, man. Magical. Anyway, oh, it was incredible when I was 10 years old. So Billy Bean. uh they had a budget, like a $40 million budget, uh, and where the Yankees had a $120 million budget, and they lost Giambi and these two other players at that time, and they're like, well, how are we going to rebuild this? So they decided to adopt this strategy of looking at players in a different way. So uh, rather than look at these big money players, they get their batting averages, their slugging percentages. Um, there was a book that was written like in the late 70s that says the value of a player actually should be more contingent upon their on-base percentage rather than some of these other metrics. So they doubled down on the strategy and they spent less than $40 million acquiring all the, all of these guys that had uh, an, a higher than average on-base percentage. And what happened during the course of that year, again, spoiler spoiler alert. Movie's been out for over 10 years. And that's what, <laughs> for post-spoilers. Uh, what happened, was they, didn't win the, they didn't win the World Series, but what they did is they had the longest winning streak in baseball history at that time, which was like 20 games. And then, you know, basically what happened was the Red Sox adopted the same strategy two years later, won the World Series. So they're saying that this event or series of events ultimately shifted the game of baseball mm -hmm. because the way in which they were valuing players before, right, uh, they had new data or data that was right that was in front of them that they looked at differently, and uh, that data put in action ended up to be prove uh, prove true. Although some people debate it, that um, you 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 have to look at the the data of a player differently. So the way that they valued players before was very different from how they valued players following that event, which is. It's a seminal event in baseball history. I think it's just, I think it's fascinating stuff. Yes. So I believe the connection to what we're talking about today, which is basically instead of players, we have search terms. And yes. instead of home run and at uh, on base percentage, we have other things like clicks, orders, ACOS. And essentially, we wanted to do an episode, and I love this kind of episode. Because like the bar that I always try to use for what is a good podcast episode of the PPC Den is like, are we going to be able to give people listening uh, when they are done listening, the ability to go and actually do something inside their campaigns, do pick up a new habit to better improve things long term and in the short term. And I think this episode hits all of those things. So I thank you for watching this movie and sharing it uh, <laughs> because we are going to be talking about you know, how do you play kind of like how you do, how do you play money ball with your search terms? Like how do you evaluate it and how do you make decisions on it? Uh, and really like, I'd love, like to me, I've always believed, um, like a long time ago, uh, there's a company WordStream, which is a Google ads software tool. And like, you know, we were using it, uh, at, uh, search scientists and we were using it and they had this activity report 
And the activity report said like, hey, you're like among the top 1% most active advertisers. And it basically, and since ever since then, because like they had data on it, they basically said like, if you are an advertising account and you have more activity in your account, like meaning you log in more frequently and you look around and you make decisions more frequently than people that maybe set it and forget it and like are not on top of it, generally are have better results like they have better return on ad spends and all this good stuff so like the reason i love this topic so much which are three weekly filters to do inside your search term report is because it helps foolproof like success it, meaning like if you go in and you do these things on a regular basis you will catch things faster and you will take action faster on things that need to get taken action on. Um, so I love this kind of thing. So with all that, let's start talking about this. Yes. And the first thing that is worth talking about is we're going to use words like a lot of clicks or not a lot of clicks or a lot of orders or not a lot of orders. Those are qualitative metrics, <laughs> not qu not quantitative numbers. Um, like we're not going to say over 10 clicks or uh, over a hundred clicks because that can vary a lot, like high, medium, and low, like how many clicks you are getting per search term is very industry and company specific. Uh, a lot of, it's, it seems like a lot of discussion around Amazon advertising is all focused on the exact same kind of product, like people that sell products that are $20 and below have similar cart value. Uh, like you can generally assume a lot of stuff like a high, what people consider a lot of clicks or a few clicks on a search term is going to be very similar if you have an average price point. But, um, you know, we've seen plenty of scenarios where somebody's selling a product that's a hundred dollars or $400 and their conversion rate is going to be completely different than somebody who's selling a $10 product. So when we say a lot of clicks or a few amount of clicks do know that is specific to you and your company. So like know your averages, very important. Like know your averages, what's your average conversion rate. And with that, you know, that means how many clicks you, you need to get on a keyword in order to expect a conversion. So if you have a 1% conversion rate, that's 99 clicks. And then the, on that hundredth click is where you get that one conversion, 1% conversion rate. Uh, so it's very important to know your averages as you go into this big time. Absolutely. And I would also add to that when you do put something like this into the rhythm, into the structure of how you do things, I guess I'm constantly surprised of talking with PPC managers, business owners who don't know their companies, who don't know, no, don't know their data. And the reason that they don't know is because they're not in it. Yeah. Right. So when you when you put uh, when you put rhythms, tasks into your schedule, to dive in and to be able to look at this data, uh, you're gonna get to know your own account. And that's where intuition really sets in, is when you do this enough, right, you're gonna know, uh, you're gonna be able to tweak things where they need to be tweaked and uh, maybe experiment where you need, need to experiment. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's why, you know, establishing a rhythm, uh, you know, with some of the things that we're gonna talk about is very important for just just knowing your own account, so. Big time. It's used to watch a lot of Shark Tank. Shark Tank still still going? I think so. I think so. Uh, and uh, I used to watch a lot of Shark Tank and entrepreneurs would walk in and they would say, 
you know, oh, I want this much for my company. Is this valuable? And the sharks would start asking questions. And they're like, they didn't know the answer. I was like, get out of here. You don't even know your own business. So it's, it's kind of like that. So the point of all saying all that is like, definitely know your averages. And in general, if we say a low amount of clicks, that's generally, you know, maybe 25% or 50% of your normal clicks per order. So if you normally get a click, I'm sorry, if you normally get an order every 10 clicks, let's say you have a a 10% conversion rate on your ads, generally speaking. So that means a low amount of clicks is going to be like maybe less than five. A high amount of clicks is probably going to be in a 20 to 30 range. Uh, A medium amount of clicks is going to be right around your average conversion rate. So about 10. If you're dealing in terms of you on average have a 1% conversion rate, a normal amount of clicks per order is going to be 100 so then you have to work out from from there, uh, you know what a high amount of clicks is for a one percent conversion rate account, like uh, you know a lot of products that have higher order values are going to have a lower conversion rate. And with all that said, now that we sort of have framed up what we mean by high and low clicks, let's jump into the three weekly filters that you should be looking at when you look at your search terms. Let's jump into it. Alrighty, Ryan. So the, the first thing that I'll say is we are probably not using the view search term tool in like this, the, the tab inside the Amazon ad console. We're not like going to a certain one campaign, one ad group, viewing the search terms there, because it's going to be really hard to go through every single ad group individually that way. So for this, we're describing downloading the actual search term report in the reports section. So you can view every single campaign all at once. So like, I think that's first, just wanted to establish that as well as we get into this, we are talking about the search term report, the thing that you open up and play with in Excel or numbers or open office, or you upload it into Google sheets, lots of different ways to (laughs) to play with spreadsheets these days. Um, What's your favorite? Oh, I'm an Excel guy. I like Excel. And I, to add to what you're just saying too, uh, I know I, for me at least, I like I just go right to the impression share report. It's got the two extra columns, two extra pieces. Two extra columns, yes. Um, you know, that's yes. kind, kind of my go-to now. I call it the search term plus. I don't, there's some data Ooh. in the search term, the sh- impression share that I don't know if I fully trust yet, but it's fun. Amazon should call you for naming their things. But yeah, search term plus the search term impression <laughs> share reports gives you the, that extra column, uh, gives you extra two columns of search term impression share and per search term impression rank, which is uh, really nice. So yes, now that we have established that downloading this, looking at it on a regular cadence, you know, I'm talking about weekly, maybe every other week, please know less frequent than that. Uh, so if we're talking about it. What's the first filter that people should be running on uh, here? Yeah. Uh, so the very first filter that uh, that I think we should look at is, is looking at to see where you're getting the sales, right? So uh, where is your revenue generators? Um, let's say, for instance, that you've determined that uh, 10 clicks is, is a good amount of uh, clicks to test on your particular price point of your product and where you're mm-hmm. at in, in the product life cycle. Yeah. Um, so what you would do is you would simply filter, um, you know, anything with 10 clicks or more 
and that it's getting at least one sale, right? And then you can uh, you can sort that data by uh, where your highest generating keywords uh, or targets are and take a look at where you're getting the love, where you're getting the conversions. You know, that's a great place to start. And the reason why we want to start there is we, uh, you know, we talked about this before, going back to the Puerto Principle spending, uh, you look at to see where 20% of your uh you know, 20% is giving you 80% results. Mm -hmm. uh, I think people spend way too much time on stuff that's not going to move the dial. Um, you know, going after those search terms, finding out those gener uh, revenue generators, uh, looking at those every week, making sure that they're, if they are changing, why are they changing? Right. Uh, sometimes you have, you know, Amazon filters in when you type into the top of the search bar. Sometimes, they are reprioritizing what some of those higher search terms are. And you may find that a week or two later, you're generating some revenue on some search terms that may have been in your third or fourth tier, but now it's up there. And the reason that it's up there is, we don't know this, you don't know how to test that, but could be that Amazon is putting that in front of the customer's eyes more, mm -hmm. right? And so that's where you're gonna get to see, you know, this is why it's important, get into the rhythm, use these filters, Hey, I got products that are 10 to 40 bucks, somewhere in there, 10 or, 10 or more clicks with an order. What's bringing in the love? What's bringing in the most revenue? Um, and figuring out ways to you know, utilize that data to make, to make really good decisions. So, I love your perspective uh, as a Amazon business owner yourself and a PPC optimizer yourself, because when you do this, and I love that you said you're gonna sort it by like, you know, most orders or most clicks down. Uh, because that really does allow you to not only be sure you're bidding the right price for all of these keywords, but also the business intelligence that comes from seeing on a regular basis, like a, you know, a farmer going and like looking at uh, his livestock of like, oh, wow, how's everybody doing today? Is everybody healthy? Like seeing those top keywords, like front and center allows you to start making decisions on them. Like, Hey, am I also ranking high for this organically? Like, do, do I need to go make any changes there? Or, Hey, you know, I, think I remember this keyword normally converts at, you know, X percentage, but what well, in this report, it's actually something different. So like having that real intimacy with those top revenue generators, I think is a great way for people to really get up close and personal with the things that matter, like talking about the Pareto principle and, and Moneyball, like really be focusing on the things that actually matter. So like, are you bidding the right price on these things? And we talk a lot about bid optimization. And then I think there's another really interesting consideration to make when you look at these revenue generators. Uh, so after, are you bidding the right price? Is there anything up with it? The third kind of thing to think about is, is your campaign structure set up in a way that is best? Like, are there any campaign yes. structure considerations to make for these search terms? For like sure. Maybe it's, maybe it's in an auto you're getting this impression. Maybe you want to play with a broad, maybe vice versa, whatever it might be. Definitely something to think about here. Because um, campaign structure is one of the most important components of your visibility. Absolutely. And I would also say, with regard to structure too, if, 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 you're trying to build something that's going to go the distance. And what I talk about with with, the, with our clients, the, the ones that I get to you know consult with and, and talk with, is my goal as a business owner. And I, I tell people, hey, you figure out your own goals. But my goal as a business owner is to make get the biggest relevant footprint on Amazon, mm -hmm. right? And 
you and, and what are what are the, what's the best ways to do that? And I, I, as you were talking, I know we didn't talk about this before, but the biggest revenue generators. Sometimes what I'll do is I'll float higher ACOS on words that may be that second, third layer out of relevancy, but there's high traffic, and I want to rank on those words. Uh, because I know that I have some of these lower targets because my overall count is a you know particular a cost. I'm will I'm looking at that and I'm saying okay, can I push this a little bit farther, right? It's bringing me a lot of revenue. I'm paying for it, maybe losing a little bit of money, uh, but yeah. Again, what you're talking about is knowing those targets intimately so that you know which decisions that you're making with them and and uh, um, you know. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely mm-hmm. critical. So yeah, and the of course, of course, really quick to sneak in this too. Looking at your search term impression share on those key revenue generators as well. Just you know, being sure, hey, this keyword is a good revenue generator, but why am I only in search term impression rank four? You know, I should probably step on the gas on that. So th- factoring that into your bid optimization cycle, I think, is a really uh, strong activity that you should be thinking about on a regular basis. Uh, let's move to the second category of sort of filters to run, which are going to be uh, the flip side. How about instead of revenue generators, we are looking at things with high clicks, no orders. So again, these are sort of things that are two to three times your averages. And you know, when you're doing this activity, what do you what goes through your head when you're processing high clicks, no orders? Yeah, so a couple things. So you want to make sure the look back period is also, you know, some if you're looking at a seven day back or 14 day back or 30 day back, you know, time period. Uh, sometimes keywords just have a bad week, right? Mm. Uh, and why do they have a bad week, right? Again, we go back to those. Say you're say you're looking at 10 clicks is 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 kind of that, you know, 10 clicks, no orders. You know, so you start to dip up to 12 to 15, maybe even 20 clicks. Um, it, that's where you want to put your eyeballs on it. And you're going to ask yourself the question, is this is this relevant to my product? Um, where you ranked organically on it? Is this something that we just want to drop the ax on and negative, you know, uh, either negative it out or archive it? Um, or I don't know, we've talked about this in other in another episode. Uh, but what I do, if I have converted on it consistently in the past, is I drop it into my low bid lottery campaign, and I uh, so I'll, sh- I'll shut it off in that campaign, and I'll dump it into that campaign, at, and I'll put a low low uh, low bid on it. Uh, and again, my goal is to be, make get get the biggest relevant footprint. If I can scrounge up some tree for cheaper traffic, why not? And uh, you know that's that's that those are just some of the things that I do with regard to these, you know, where you're starting to get into those higher clicks and uh, uh, and no order range, whether I'm not gonna negative it, archive it, move it. The worst thing you can do is just not even notice it because you're not even seeing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why this activity of doing it on a regular basis, again, weekly or every other week uh, is so critical. Like looking, is there anything you need to go add a negative keyword? to convert into a negative keyword. Uh, I mean, adding, looking at your search terms and seeing if there's anything that's an obvious negative, uh, to me, that's table stakes. You really need to get that dialed in. Anything else to say about high clicks, no orders? Really just, I, I, the one last thought that I have about it is people really need 
a game plan going into it before they download their search and report. Meaning you don't want to wait like when you're looking at it to then start like hemming and hawing, like, hmm, do I want to let this go or not? Really have a click threshold in mind. So like yes. tell yourself like, hey, I'm yeah. only going to let something go X amount of clicks before I really start scrutinizing it, before I'm really like contemplating to turn into a negative or, or stop pursuing that sort of tree of terms. So I think having a game plan is really, really helpful. So I think that's a business level decision. Yeah. And I would also say there's a couple other things to take into consideration too with this is the, is where you're at and your product maturity, right? Yep. So if you're, if you're launching a product and you're going after the big dog, <laughs> yeah, right. You're, you're probably going to lose a lot of money, a lot of clicks. Right. So, and the, the other thing to really think about as well as is placements. If this target, if this keyword, if this ASIN is, you know, a couple layers outside of relevancy, could you up placements in the top of search to see if right. you can get some more love on it? And again, it's something you're gonna have to test, something that you're gonna have to see, you know, uh, keep eyeballs on it, know what to do with it, so. Yes, so that's the second filter to really start running, you know, sort it by clicks and orders. Now, the other thing is gonna be, what do you do with things that just have low amounts of clicks? The And this is probably the most frustrating area because it's it's often a gray area because if something, you know, if you normally convert every 10 clicks and you see something with 30 clicks without an order, you know pretty well what to do there. So you can go in there and take some good action. But what do you do in that scenario where you have something with only like four clicks and you're, and what happens when you have hundreds of these things with only four clicks? Uh, this is where it can get pretty tricky. Uh, we talked a little bit about this. Uh, well, we talked about this concept about what to do with these low click items in episode 63, which we will link to in the show notes here. But this category, it's going to make up a big like it's going to make up a lot of the spreadsheet. Like there's going to be a lot of rows with things that have one, two, three, four, four clicks um, in that scenario. So we need to make decisions about what to do with with these. So when you are approaching a search term report and you know clients are asking you, like, what kinds of things are you looking for, uh, and what kinds of decisions are you making with these low click search searches? Yeah, so, you know, very first thing that my, my instinct goes to, but there's there's a lot of nuance to this, but my, my first instinct is is to say, okay, uh, it needs a higher bid. Uh, it needs a higher bid in order to get the impressions, in order to get the clicks to really see how it's going to perform, right? Mm -hmm. That being said, there's a couple things to take into consideration when you have low clicks. Uh, whether or not that search term or that target is uh, getting, you know, whether or not it's a it's a it's a medium to higher, you know, let's just take a search term, right? Whether or not it's a, it's getting the actual searches, right? It could be a uh, a very, you know, uh, you, you could be getting, I don't know, maybe 40, 50 a month, and it's really not getting the traffic that you need in order to get the clicks, right? So. Um, and maybe it is a target that is, it, it's a strong converting search term. You just haven't gotten any clicks on it because no one's searching for it, right? Mm -hmm. um, right, I love that. And, and that's why I really do advocate downloading the search term impression share report because that will answer the question. Uh, I just had a client reach out the other day and you know they said, hey, this term is really relevant for us, but 
uh, you know, I'm bidding and I'm not getting any traffic for, is it my listing? And we downloaded a search term report, search term impression share report. And it actually turned out, well, he was actually ranked in position one in terms of search term impression rank. So he was getting the most impressions out of all of his competitors for this term. Uh, and we were able to see the impression share report. He was actually capturing, you know, 99% of all the impressions. So he was getting all the impressions for it, for it that he possibly could. He was in the number one position. It was just a lower search volume than he anticipated because he was using like a, you know, a keyword search approximator. And again, those tools that we use to approximate search volume, it's just an approximation. Um, but your search term impression share is really the source of truth for what the traffic was during that time frame on Amazon. So I think that's a really key observation to make and it can help alleviate some of that, you know, frustration that people might have like, Hey, I come I'm getting no traffic for this. Well, maybe it's just, you know, not in season or it's just not as much traffic as you thought for that, for that term. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 you know, it's, it's, uh, and this, you know, we're right in the middle of Christmas season right now, right, right in the middle of the holiday season and what's happening. What we just opened up a search term report to try to manipulate some data and take a look. You get seasonal search terms yeah. that are coming in waves right now, right? Cause you get a yeah. lot, a lot of traffic on, mm-hmm. on, on Amazon. Uh, and, and again, going back to the rhythm of this, you do this consistently, you know, the, um, you know, there's, there's certain products that are seasonal, right? That, uh, the, the, the waves of the increases of, of the, of those terms, the, the volume is going to increase at certain times, different parts of the year. That's why getting into your reports, uh, putting this into the rhythm of your, of your PPC management life is important because as these seasons come, you're going to be able to be turn and really open up some sources of where you're going to get, you know, potentially get more traffic, uh, that, you know, you know, you're going to convert on. And at the same time, I mean, you just, you just, you know, Michael, by the way, is a wizard at, uh, at, at, uh, Excel and I just watched it firsthand. But you did a pivot table and you found the term, you manipulated in, in, in some data and you found one word. And if that one word was in the term, then you're looking at a seventy percent A cost when the average was about at twenty nine or thirty yeah. percent A cost. And uh, it's so if if you're able to get in there and to be able to look at this data, to be able to use the right data, be able to you know be the Billy Bean, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, and look at the data that's going to move the dial. Look at the data that's going to make the difference. Um, you know, uh, you know that's where it's at. And I would also say, even after thinking through this as well, there's a uh, different markets respond differently. As you talked about earlier, the different price points of products. You know, the higher the price point, you know, you may instead of going ten to twenty clicks to to see if it's a it's a, if it's a you know, you could you could float that up to forty or fifty because if you get one conversion and 50, 60 clicks, you're going to get you're still going to be within your target A cost. You know, you got to know your market. You got to be able mm-hmm. to say which of that you know what pieces of that data are going to be most important for you for making good decisions that are going to that are going to yeah. make make real change. So yes. 
No doubt. So in terms of these low clicks, we have the being able to say, should I be increasing my bid on these? And you can really use the search term impression share report to tell you that like, yes, you should, because you're not captured. You don't, you have a, you have a low search term impression share. So boost it up, boost your bid and you'll capture more of that. And the second thing is of course, aggregating some of these low click data, you know, this just some things get searched so infrequently that when you combine the data for these, when you use a pivot table, you can really zero in. So you don't have to use a pivot table. You can simply, you know, in your search term impression share report, click the filter button, and then just start typing in, you know, common themes from your keywords. So for example, uh, if you see the word blue showing up a lot in a lot of different places, you can go ahead and filter for show me the performance of every single search term with the word blue in it. And then you can start to say, okay, well, when blue shows up in a search term, you know, even though like blue running shoes was only searched once, but then you have like blue running shoes and, uh, you know, men's running shoes that are blue and like women's running shoes that are blue. You start to get all these different terms with the word blue in it. And you can start to find the trend that says, Hey, every time the word blue is in a search term, my average a cost for all of these things is like 70%, whereas my average is only 20%. I could start making decisions on that. Uh, so you definitely want to use some kind of aggregate data when you're looking at your low clicks. It's definitely an activity uh, that is worth doing. We talk a lot about this in episode 63, so be sure we'll link to that. Um, I got, I got one more. I got, yeah, mm-hmm. I got one more thought as you, as you were just talking because some of you may be overwhelmed by this. I know I was when I first started way back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, just simply by downloading your search term report once a week yeah, and getting in and doing these three simple filters, mm-hmm. right? And when you don't know how to use Excel or whatever, you know, spreadsheet tool, you you're, get on YouTube and, you know, figure it out how to use it, right? Just do it consistently. Put in the rhythm 21 to 40 days. Right, because once you set that rhythm in place, three simple three simple filters, you're gonna you're gonna oh I, well yes. maybe I need to look at click through rate, you know maybe mm-hmm. I need to sort by click through rate of these top performers, you know to see you know it, you'll learn on your you want to be able to put these things into the rhythm of your business so that you can again make those decisions down the road that are going to be very important. The other thing that I want to tell you too is. Search term reports, when you're diving into them on your own product, you're gonna see other opportunities of what people are searching for, uh, for maybe other product launches. Um, that's a whole nother episode. I love uh, it. Uh, but that's, that's been what, been a big success for my wife and I, our, our business in the last 14 months is the- Yes. The, yeah. The so. bonus filter, that's the new opportunity filter. Uh, so, in summary, we have three week, weekly filters. Don't let this go more than two weeks without doing it. So at least every other week, you want to scan for your revenue generators. Be sure you're paying the right amount. Be sure you are uh, considering any campaign structure things. Maybe those top keywords, you want to move from sponsored products over to sponsored brands. You know, Amplify it. You want to look at high clicks and no orders to determine when you should be pulling the plug on certain things. And of course, you want to be looking at things with low clicks to see if the bid increase or if you can do any aggregate data analysis to find any common trends in your search term report. And with all that, 
Also, your homework, go and watch Moneyball. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's, that was great, man. That was good. Yes. From the PPC den to you have a fantastic December. Uh, we will see you next time and, uh, go download your search and report, set a reminder in your task manager of choice and just go get it done. Have a good one, everyone. We'll see y'all.